once again. What's up, everyone? Welcome to the show brought to you by Insane Throttle Biker News, of course, over at HarleyLiberty.com. Hopefully, you guys enjoyed your July 4th Independence Day, the birth of this awesome country that we live in. Well, you know, some of us love this country, others not so much, man. Uh, do you know that the Wall or what is it, uh, the Washington Post or the New York Times, something like that, you can look it up, says that this country's July 4th should be changed because it was racist. That is how bad it is getting in this country with this leftist lunatic crap. But one thing's good, man. You got a lot of motorcycle clubs, a lot of bikers pushing back, man. They're right there on the front lines. I'm sure a lot of you guys seen uh, the Bagos, man, out in Idaho, man. They were out there whooping on people, man. You got to love it. Whooping on people. And it's real sad that even within the biker community, we have been infiltrated by these leftless uh, snowflake morons. Yes, we've been infiltrated. Uh, that's an op-ed that I got coming out on Tuesday over at HarleyLiberty.com. My latest one over there, and I posted it in the YouTube uh, community comment section, has to do with everything's racist now every patch that we wear everything while well, you guys are getting a taste of what it used to be in the 60s and 70s now where it wasn't cool to be a biker wasn't cool but the difference today is now that's a small portion of the biker community that it's not cool to be a biker. You know what I'm talking about. I'm using freaking uh, examples here. But, you know, the other half since we've had this invasion of politically correct bikers, and it's always easy to spot one of these. Always easy. Here's what you do. You look at them. You got a nice shiny bike. Uh, you know, one of the most of the time it's CBOs, but I'm not going to go that far. Not everybody who rides a CBO is not real. I'm just saying uh, that's the majority of them. They get these expensive bikes or, you know, they go out. Well, even Indians and stuff like that. But anyway, they dress up in their leathers and they go around talking like fools. They do. They talk like fools, especially on social media, it, it, especially on social media. I don't know how many freaking comments that I've got and I've said this before well you're racist you're racist Hollywood why I want a good debate on why if one of you freaking putzes that are calling me racist want to come on the show I will invite you on the show and you will tell me why I'm racist why because I have Confederate flags on my best, I support the cause, I support monuments. Is that why? Or is it because that I say BLM is it's mostly a freaking white liberal freaking organization, man. And you'll see in the, the thing coming up because the Iron uh, Cowboy, Aryan Cowboys, my fault, up in Minnesota, they're having problems up there. And now, the, I guess it's called the, the Islamic community, blah, blah, blah. That's all I can say. I don't know. Blah, blah, blah. 
uh, held a rally in Stillwater saying they don't accept race. Every single one of them, most of them anyway, are white. White. You're kidding me, right? I am not, not embarrassed. I am not sorry. And I will definitely not kneel like you've been seeing a lot of these liberals doing kissing feet and all that stuff oh i'm sorry i'm sorry what are you freaking nuts what am i saying liberals are always freaking nuts but i am a proud white boy proud peckerwood and i'll never apologize for that so if you want to call me racist even though you know i judge a man on being a man not the color of their skin that's on you but i am a proud white boy you know everybody sees my stuff that's just the way it is you know for you to be embarrassed of who you are where you come from you are a schluck yes a schluck and a putz so let's get into our program for today uh i think you guys are gonna really like it uh we actually have two wall of shames from choreograph yes choreograph's wall of shame we're gonna be visiting that where we put leo up on blast you know since they love doing it to us all the time anyway let's get into the uh game right now okay this story is out of CBS Minnesota yes Minnesota this is the one I was talking about Stillwater rally held for women harassed by racist motorcycle club you see the new uh, heading racist motorcycle club and if you guys read the article that I did uh, the other day you can see that they were walking away this was a scam this is a freaking woman who's using Islam or whatever the freaking religion she is to get attention. That's what it's about. Nothing else, nothing more, looking for attention. Because you just see the pictures, it's like, dude, they're walking away. They're not even looking at you. Crazy stuff. But let's go on here. Who says she was harassed there. Dozens rallied at Lowell Park in response to a Muslim discrimination <laughs> incident that happened in downtown Stillwater last week. WCCO's Mariel Moe shows us their powerful message. Oh, look at that nice little flag. Song about love between oh, there's the first black guy. Sisters all over this world. Love was the message this group shouted along the edge of the St. Croix River Saturday morning. BLM, see? All of them. This rally was put on by Stillwater community members and the Council on American Islamic Relations. There you go. It was to show their support for Sophia Rashid, a Muslim woman who says she was harassed by a white supremacy group at a Stillwater restaurant last week. Rashid posted these pictures on her See? Facebook page. If you're over on freaking the radio, come Aaron on over. Cowboys. She says the motorcyclist harassed her and her four-year-old daughter to a point where she questioned Why don't you guys go over to Sophia Rashad's Facebook, huh? escorting her daughter out of the restaurant. I was in shock uh, having, you know, children that are of 
of color. Um, and so I told my children not to come down to Stillwater unless they were with me or their father. Marita Metcalf helped organize this rally. She was impressed by how many came out to show their support on a holiday and in extreme really? heat. There's like nobody so there. So she made sure to keep participants safe. We had many places that um, donated water. So we've got water and ice. And then we also have the medic tent that we have here. Many young people also showed up to share their voice. It is important that we stand up for what is right and be vocal. For Sindra Nichols, it was her first experience with activism. It was important to me to do that on a holiday that is supposed to represent America. And I wanted to shed more light on what America really should be about. All over this world. Insane. The guy In can't sing water. Marielle Mose, WCCO 4 News. <laughs> anyway, more on that story in my final thoughts. What I really think. Uh, here we go over to South Dakota. Sturges sets uh, uh, August 4th referendum vote. Yes, I, and I think that's right before the rally. I don't know the rally dates, but uh, it's very close to that. Uh, this out of the bhpioneer.com. Deb Howland. Okay, it's a Black Hills Pioneer. Uh, the Sturgis City Council has chosen uh, August 4th for the Jack Pine Gypsies Annexation Special Election at the Community Center. If you guys are going out there, and this is before the rally and stuff, get door to door. Door to door and help these guys. Uh, you know, get the vote that they need. Uh, the club successfully gathered enough signatures to refer the recently passed annexation to a vote of the residents of Sturges. State law allows a municipality such as Sturges to expedite the date of the referendum election. It states that the election should be held on a Tuesday not less than 30 days from the date of the order of the governing body. The petitions containing the required number of signatures to bring the issue to a vote were received by the city on June 24th and verified the following day. Rock on, guys. You got out there and got that going. That's what you got to do. You got to get involved, man. You know, take this as an example. Sturgis City Finance Officer Fabiono suggested three dates for the special election, August 4th, 11th, or 18th. Quote, I certainly don't think we want it the week of the rally. Hell no, you don't. Hell no, you don't. Because everybody would be at every residence doorstep saying, hey, vote our way. So we are down to the week before or the week after. Uh, Sturgis Mayor Mark Carlston asked if there are still time to do an absentee vote. And, oh, you, uh, you're taking a step from the Democrats, aren't you? You want people to be able to mail in votes. Well, at least absentees are more freaking secure. You know, it, 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 you always find it funny. Well, you know, people, they're sending ballots out. They're not verifying anything. That's why this election, this November, is going to be something else, man. Because it's a Democrat dirty trick. And if you haven't known by now, I don't like lefties. I just don't like them. I think they're lazy. I think they're freaking morons. Oh, God, I can go on and on. But I'm going to keep the biker news here. Biono said there is still enough time to send out an absentee ballot application to all city residents for the special election. The city already knows it must send out 266 to residents of Sturgis who already have applied for and been approved to receive absentee ballots for all elections scheduled within their precinct 
during 2020. Councilwoman Ray Crane said she believed it would be the best interest of residents to schedule the election before the rally. Quote, some people may not want to come out after. Councilwoman Becca Zips asked if the city had cost estimate for the election. Well, you asses shouldn't have been trying to push this and you wouldn't have had to pay any money out. Greedy asses. With the added postage to send out absentee ballot applications, the election could cost about 5000 Without sending out absentee uh, applications, the cost would be closer to twenty-five to 3000 The council voted 8 to 1 with Ron Waterland abstaining. That means he was a coward. He was a coward. He couldn't, he, all he had to do was vote no, but he's a coward. Remember that, people up there. That's your elected representative. Anybody who votes abstaining is a coward. Kellen B. Willett, the attorney representing the Jack Pine Gypsies Motorcycle Club, said the Gypsies decided to refer the annexation question to the voters because the Gypsies feel the voters will deny annexing the racetracks into the city. Don't you guys make your nut in one week for the whole year? You, you Sturge, I hate Sturges. Uh, the objections made by the gypsies to the Sturges City Council's intent to annex seemingly fell on deaf ears. The City Council had no discussion on the issue at its June 1st meeting when it voted in favor of the annexation. Quote, the gypsies object to the city's annexation, its racetracks to accommodate growth, and humbly ask for the support of the voters at the special election by voting against it so the week before you know i know a lot of bikers get in go door to door go door to door if you're listening and you're going and tell the residents to vote no for annexation get out there help now let's go over to oz bikies setting up chappers in southeast asia uh-oh, here we go to send drugs into Australia by Anthony Holloway of the Sydney Morning Herald. Outlaw motorcycle gangs, and you couldn't get more freaking profiling than you do in Australia, from what I'm told, are setting up chapters in East uh, South Asia in a bid to move hundreds of kilograms of drugs into Australia. You know what would uh, save a lot of money for governments, a lot of bloodshed? Just legalize everything. I th is it Portugal? Or Spain I think it's Portugal that legalized everything and they don't have crime problem they don't have addicts all over the damn place you know that's just what I'm saying legalize everything you wouldn't have all this freaking mess you know governments you should be governing don't get into this kind of personal stuff uh, learning criminal groups plan multiple operation once coronavirus restrictions are lifted oh i guess you know they're in business they can't run and uh you know because coronavirus uh the sydney moral morning herald and the age can review uh reveal the australian federal police and australian border force have this year busted an attempt to import 1053 kilograms of the party drug mdma into north south wales a patch member of the Mongols Outlaw Motorcycle Gang was also arrested last month after a joint operation between the Specialist Federal Anti-Gang Strike Team 
and border force, you know what, they want to sound like all their military and stuff, found he was allegedly involved in importing 25 liters, 25 liters of JBL. The Hells Angels have also been detected coordinating drugs from Malaysia to Australia, while the Outlaw Motorcycle Club Satadera held a regional meeting in Malaysia in September of 2019. Uh, the, that club is one of the most violent out of the outlaw motorcycle clubs in the world and is known for its drug distribution in Europe, particularly the ne Netherlands. Uh, so basically the moral of the story here, they say outlaw motorcycle gangs are a threat to Southeast Asia. <laughs> There's a lot worse than motorcycle clubs in Southeast Asia. Who are you kidding? And Australia due to their recognized transnational organized crime links criminal activities and local and international networks. It is almost certain that OMCGs will continue to expand their presence and influence in Southeast Asia. That from the Sydney Morning Herald. Now let's go to Corey Graff's wall of shame and see what he has for us. Gatlin police officer arrested accused of assaulting juvenile. Here we go. Remember those crimes I always tell you that they're freaking involved with? Well, there you go. Uh, News 4 out of Nashville. This one is by the digital contact, meaning nothing. Uh, Gatlin, Tennessee, agents with the Tennessee Bureau of Investigation have arrested and charged a Gatlin police officer accused of assaulting a juvenile during a domestic dispute, the TBI says on April 27th, agents began an investigation involving 59-year-old Vincent Marquez, who is now in the wall of shame. During the investigation, agents developed information that Marquez, who was off-duty at the time, he's still a cop, he made his freaking oath, assaulted a juvenile related to his girlfriend. Marquez was arrested Thursday and charged with one count of domestic assault. He was released from the Sumner, Sumner County Jail on his own reconnaissance. Uh, there's a statement from Gatlin Police Department. Uh, in April of this year, the department was made aware of allegations of domestic assault against MPO Vincent Marquez, the information was forwarded to District Attorney Ray Whitley, who requested an independent investigation be conducted by the Tennessee Bureau of Investigation. MPO Marquez was decommissioned and placed on administrative leave pending the outcome of the investigation. Today, MPO Vincent Marquez was charged with one count of domestic assault. He will remain on administrative leave pending the outcome of the charges in court on July 15th. Couple days, so uh, maybe Korea have some more on this one. Now in our neck of the woods, Grays Lake, Illinois, the patch, police officer accused of threatening and torturing a woman. Gurney officer Michael Stoner, you are now in the wall of shame, you putts, is charged with aggravated battery and domestic battery, and prosecutors say he tried to buy a murder kit. Murder kit? I never heard of one of them. Uh, Amy Schwatcher of the Patch, uh, Gurney Police uh, Department officer, has been arrested on domestic battery and aggravated battery charges for allegedly threatening and torturing a woman over several years. Michael Stoner has been placed on administrative leave and charged with aggravated battery, 
a class three felony and two counts of domestic battery a class a misdemeanor man they went after him huh, it's about time authorities say there is no indication of any of the alleged offenses occurred while stoner was on duty for the gurney police department doesn't really matter on duty off duty you still have a badge and a gun uh, stoner will remain on administrative leave pending all court proceedings quote we take this matter very seriously and will continue to cooperate any way we can we remain mindful of the facts that there is a presumption of innocence for all defendants wouldn't that be great if everybody had that instead of cops and politicians uh, said Gurney Police Chief Brian Smith quote therefore we will have no comment on the alleged charges and will allow the matter to proceed through the legal system during a court hearing uh, Wednesday Lake County prosecutor said Stoner consistently threatened the woman over the years and went so far as to threaten to kill her and her father and also attempted to buy a murder kit this year that included bleach rope plastic sheets and a shovel never knew that was you know murder kit uh the daily uh, herald reports it's not clear where or when the alleged abuse occurred or what the women's relationship to stoner was i'm telling you man it's always one or two things with these cops always one or two things okay before my final thoughts yes get over to stitcher spotify or itunes or any of them majors bring us to work with you listen to us on the bike or the car have some entertainment will ya non-freaking pc i can tell you that always real now let's get back to our first story everybody knows that was a setup just because their feelings were hurt because it said arian on the patch that doesn't mean they were a threat and most bikers real bikers not the motorcycle enthusiast even though I'm not saying that they would, uh, would do that with a kid there, man. Come on. Grow up. I think it was just for attention, and it gave them a reason to get out there and protest. Everything's protest, protest, protest. And the reason why I said, you know, they probably don't have jobs because they always out protesting. Always out there. And it's funny the hypocrisy of these people. Oh, you know, this guy assaulted me like they did in the Bagan or the uh, Bagos. <laughs> they wanted to fund the police. They don't like the police, but they run to the police when they get assaulted. Most of the time, their mouths, and you don't run your mouths to motorcycle club, guys, are going to get you in trouble. We just don't like that crap. Don't get in our face and ramble off and think your snowflake ass is going to get away with it. Because you're not. You're going to get slapped. As you should. As you should. So, I think that was a complete setup. Uh, you know, there's not much more to say to that. You know, the club put their side of the story out uh, with Black Dragon. So, I encourage you guys to go listen to their side of the story. It was a nice long interview and it was good that the motorcycle club came out and gave their side and that's one thing i hope in the future mcs give their side when you know you get put in the news especially stuff like this and get your stuff out there man let people know 
you know, what happened according to, you know, your viewpoint. Because as you can see, the headline, Racist Motorcycle Club, they're going to start calling us all racist, man. Bikers, everything. They already are because of the symbolic stuff that we have on our freaking best. It's going to, again, it's going to be 60s and 70s for those guys that don't tow the party line. Yeah, if you got a Confederate flag, it's going to hurt uh, these PC uh, idiots' feelings, and they're going to call you a racist. They've been doing it to me since I started coverage of everything going on. And again, if you're a proud white boy, white woman, stick to your damn guns. Let them call you that all they want, but never, ever kneel before anybody except God himself. I'm just saying, man. And if that makes you a racist standing up for your beliefs or standing up for the history of this country, then so be it. So be it. Don't forget, again, if you're going to Sturgis, and I really encourage this, go house to house and help the Jackpine Gypsies out. Help them out, man. Get involved with a fellow biker, fellow, uh, because the Jackpine Gypsies, man, they made Sturges. And this move is just for Sturges to make more money. It's not like, you know, they tax the hell out of everybody, give people tickets any kind they can. That's why I don't understand why I go to this freaking rally. I can understand the riding or, or going away from town and spending your money there, but don't give Sturges a cent. Don't give them a cent because all they do is want more, 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 more. That's the way government works. And I really don't understand how you can freaking, you know, sit there and want the government to control your life. It just mind boggles me how people, well, the government needs to pass this law, pass that law, pass. It's no wonder we're screwed up in this country. You're giving government too much power. And what do you guys think of Corey Graff's wall of shame, man, with them two cops and the one hidden uh, close to home here? A murder kit? Really? I never heard of one of them stuffs, man. I guess they sell murder kits at the Walmart store now. Give me a freaking break talking about sensationalism. Uh, but one arrested on domestic battery, the other one, you know, freaking being a stalker. Uh, like I said, it's either assault and battery on a female or it's messing with kids, uh, you know, sexual deviance. That's the name of the game with these cops, man. Uh, yeah, some might get, uh, you know, picked up on being corrupt and stuff, but they are always bashing on one percenter clubs, motorcycle clubs, calling them criminals, calling them this, calling them that. And that's why we do Corey Graff's wall of shame. To show everybody that they do the same crap. <laughs> but again, hopefully you guys had a good 4th of July weekend. Uh, we got some good upcoming shows this week. As always, you know, 8 o'clock a.m. Central Standard Time. The show goes on to all the major podcast platforms as well as YouTube and Facebook. I actually might start premiering uh, the video portion of the show over on YouTube. I was doing it on Facebook, getting a great response. Now Facebook's cutting my legs off. 
so I might be doing that over on YouTube. That way you guys can chat about what's going on uh, for today's news. Uh, and it's good to see everybody freaking communicating stuff that keeps everything a lively debate going. So I think I'm going to start doing that stuff. Let me, guys, let me know what you guys think, man. Let me know what you guys think about that. But until then, I'll talk to you guys later. Hopefully you enjoy the show and get out there. Hi, this is James Hollywood Machikari. Join our YouTube channel and get Motorcycle Madhouse and tons of videos related to bikers. Join now by subscribing for free and become part of the crowd today. Always free and always entertaining. Don't forget to visit us at www.harleyliberty.com for your daily biker news. Rock on!